I'm Taylor Stafford, and this is Talk Taboo. Yeah! Come on over! We ask a lot of people if they like their ass or touch. <laughs> we really are breaking down stigmas. <laughs> it's everything sex. Welcome! To another episode of Talk Taboo. I am your host, Taylor Stafford. We are breaking down one of the biggest stigmas in our society and around the world today abortions. Um, yes, welcome. We uh, have a really great, I have a really great episode for you today. Um, I learned a lot through this. My friend Shakia, she's been on the podcast before. You know her, you love her. <laughs> uh, I sound like one of those real podcasters, LOL. Um, she talks about her story going through her abortion um, a couple of months ago, what that looks like, answers a lot of questions that I had, and I'm sure that you guys had as well. Um, I wanted to implement a Q&A session and really talk about abortions and answer a lot of the questions that you guys submitted through my Instagram poll. Um, but because this episode was, the interview was like an hour long and I was like, ah, well, I'll just do a separate one so that um, you know, we don't really overload your very short attention spans that we have these days. So because of that, I am going to do a Q&A abortion episode released next Sunday on our week off, uh, just as like an additional episode to answer any of those questions, provide resources, even more resources than I've already provided you today. Um, yeah because it's a very stigmatized and confusing and emotional topic. And I think we all need to learn a little bit more about it as well. Okay, on that note, it's International Women's Day. Yay! <laughs> that was like the most fakest thing I've ever done in my life. I actually am excited for International Women's Day. Uh, I think it's great that we have a day. <laughs> Uh, because we deserve it. And uh, yeah, so happy International Women's Day to women. All you women out there, people that identify as women, holla. Um, speaking of women, uh, open a book segment this week is called Half the Sky. You guys, it is so great. It is so intense. If you don't like, if like trafficking in and rape and violence against women, you know, really uh, gets your stomach nauseous and you can't handle it, then probably not the greatest book for you. But if you can stomach it, it gives such great information. It talks about, uh, you know, traffic, sex trafficking in the world, rape in the world, marital, what is it? Uh, child marriage, um, education, the educational gap with women all the things. It's good. Uh, and I really, really, really recommend it. Um, yeah, it's great. Okay. Updates. Woman Against Taboo updates. Maggie. Uh, Maggie's hanging in there. Uh, in the past two weeks, she hasn't expressed any 
um, depressive symptoms to me, but I know she's still really, really, really having a hard time as uh, Thailand's borders are kind of open. But once you get there, you have to quarantine for 14 days before you can do anything. So with the whole tourism industry, uh, it's still lacking. It's really still lacking and they are feeling the effects um, per usual. Um, but I'm starting, I'm hoping, gosh, this is going to change every two, you know, every two seconds, but I'm hoping that maybe by the end of the year, I can go to Thailand, uh, hang out with Max and, um, start actually, actually initiate and launch our pilot program over there. But we will see. It all depends on the Rona. Uh, and as everyone knows for the last year that changes every two seconds so it's hard to plan but hoping to get over there to see her at least by the end of 2020 that would be dope we have beanies you guys beanie merch is out there womanagainsttaboo.org you can also go to my Instagram I am Taylor Stafford or the woman against taboo Instagram woman.against.taboo to find the link to go to the website and order your beanies. Uh, we sold out super, super fast. Um, I think within like the first couple of days and I just got a new shipment in of beanies. So if you wanted to get one and they were sold out, you can go get one now. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do another order after this, uh, depends. So this might be the last opportunity, but don't really know for sure. So as I usually don't know anything and that's totally fine. Um, masks are still out there. Buy a mask. We are donating one to a vulnerable population. We actually need to go do that soon. I kind of give them out all the time, but I really want to go down to the youth homeless shelters and substance use uh, shelters and hand out some masks um, and just, you know, get in the community, hang out with some people, hear their stories, bond and connect. Um, so... Yeah, if you're in the Seattle area and you want to go do that with us, I don't know when we're doing it. I'll put it on the calendar. There's a lot of shit that I've got going on per use. Um, what was I saying? I'm spaz today. Uh, look out on the Woman Against Taboo Instagram and my Instagram for uh, when we're going to go do that. If you want to come and help and talk to people. Okay, cool. Uh, I already listed our social media, so that's cool. Uh, and then anonymous questions still on our, uh, website, dude, my brain is like short circuiting every two fucking seconds right now on our website, uh, anonymous question tab. I put it on the front page now. So it's easier to see front page of the website, go all the way down to the bottom anonymous question tab. Again, I've been getting many, 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 many questions, not anonymously, which I love. So that is great. Um, is there any other news guys, um, reviewing sex toys per usual. Um, I have a few that it's, that are going to come out this week on Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Shakia. I hope you learn something. I hope there's valuable information in here as all things sex, all, and especially all all things abortion. Um, I just challenge you to listen with open ears and open heart 
listen for understanding and not for judgment. And, uh, yeah, we all have different, very different opinions revolving around this issue. It's a highly, highly charged issue, um, and can bring up a lot of emotion. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you again, always for listening to the pod, like review, subscribe, all the things you guys know. And I don't as usual. Welcome Shakia. Okay. Perfect. I think we're good. Okay, hello, Shakia. Welcome. Hi. I'm excited to be back. I'm so excited for you to be back. Um, I, a little bit of a different episode than last time, but... Um... A lot different. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because of the last episode's got us to this episode. True. Yikes. Also, I feel like... Uh, uh, remember I was saying that like your episode got like hella views, uh-huh. and I feel like everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, they're going to talk about some crazy shit, and we're going to be like, uh, different kind of crazy Diff- shit. <laughs> But a little different. Hopefully, it will help. That's yeah. the point I'm, for me. Um, I'm excited to hear your story because actually, I haven't heard your story. Yeah. And I really wanted to ask you, like, when you had told me, and I was like, I should just wait. Well, this, I should mm-hmm. just wait. I should just mm-hmm. wait. So it can be all new I to know, you and everything. I know. I know. So, what the fuck happened? Okay. So, I. Just get mean, right into it. We're just going to jump into it. Anyone who listened to the last ones knew that I was kind of seeing that man that wasn't the greatest man to be seeing. Right, I love that we're like following your love life. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. The one. <laughs> if you're just going to finger me until I come, I might as well be a lesbian. That's the one. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I mean, I'm. It's. Tw- okay. So, I've had my period every day, like, same time mm-hmm. every month for. A year, like mm-hmm. the 20th. Yeah. 20th, maybe the 21st of every month. Like, yeah. it's always very, very mm-hmm. on point. Are you on birth control? No. Okay, never. so you're, your period's just natural. Yep, okay. natural. And I haven't been on birth control since I was, like, 15. Okay. So I've just had, like, my period's always been very, like, natural. Yeah, normal yeah, yeah, to yeah, the... Yeah. Sometimes it'll, like, match up with the moons and things like that. <laughs> I was like, does it ever... Little witchy. Sink? Oh, like, don't live with roommates. Right no, it's it would it would sink a little bit. Like when I went to when I started working at Children's, it like started oh, yeah. sinking with the women there a little bit. Oh, but yeah. it was still like <laughs> so it's like three days, it. quick, nothing crazy, and it always is very consistent. Mm. So I had had a few not safe sexual encounters. Obviously, <laughs> wait. So do you usually use condoms? No. So like for years you. Wait, why don't you want to go on birth control? Have I don't like what it does to my body. When okay. I was a teenager, I was on it, yeah, okay, and okay. it just made me crazy. Nuts. Like, yeah, Do every single that. every single type just made me crazy, and mm-hmm. it's like I would be doing crazy things, and in my head I'm like, bitch, you're being crazy, and I'm like <laughs> still being crazy. Like, yeah, can't yeah, yeah. stop, and yeah. I never liked it, and I've always just been in, like, long relationships, and mm-hmm. pull-out has never done me wrong, yeah. so I was just like, whatever. So we use condoms sometimes. <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> like, we use condoms sometimes, but recently I hadn't really, and he definitely didn't pull out on one occasion, and I'm like, yeah, right, like, he's barely off of drugs. His body probably oh, doesn't yes, even work. Oh, yes, yes, right? drug guy, yes. Yeah. Okay, because he I'm was like, getting, so- he was sober. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fun yeah. fact, he got really mad at me and then was like, I heard your little fucking podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, because- <laughs> Because you decided, because you decided to go digging some things that wasn't your business, and you hurt your own feelings. It's Wait, not my fault, now it's whatever. I want to like re-listen to the episode yeah. and like, because I, I like kind of remember, but I think we were talking about multiple dudes on that episode, we right? Were, yeah. Okay, okay. But he was like the main right. squeeze. Right. Anyway, so he 
is I was like, his body probably, I mean, it probably isn't even going to work right yeah. like that. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so fast forward, it's now, my last period was November 20th. Mm-hmm. It's now December. The 20th comes and I didn't start and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I'm really stressed. Like, I've been going through a lot of yeah. shit. Like, the world is weird. The universe Fuck is weird. Yeah. I could felt like I could feel it still. Like, I was cramping and I was like, okay, it's going to yeah. come, whatever. 21st hits doesn't come I'm like oh 22nd I'm like fuck I'm pregnant like I'm already now 23rd I'm like for sure pregnant like no doubt about it Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve I'm like maybe on the 23rd I'm sitting with my best friends and I'm just like I'm probably pregnant so if I am (laughs) that sucks I'm gonna have to get an abortion and then probably gonna get a puppy which I did do (laughs) highly suggest why why did you get a puppy emotional support (laughs) I highly suggest it I highly suggest it if you get an abortion match it with a puppy that's hella funny it's really great but uh so then Christmas day Still no period, and I'm like, fuck, I already know. Merry Christmas to me. I already (laughs) fucking know. I, like, went around to some stores to try to get a test. Mm -hmm. No stores were open, and then the ones that were open just, like, didn't have pregnancy tests. And I was like... Dude, because everyone's getting pregnant right now. Well, I'm like, also, I'm like, I think the universe was just like, today's not the day, sis, for you to find (laughs) out about this. So, uh, the next morning, the 26th, I wake up super early, I go to the store, get the test, do the thing. Mm Mm-hmm pregnant yeah as fuck two pink fucking (laughs) lines like very distinct literally just dropped my knees and i was just like fuck like Mm -hmm. all the things i'm thinking i'm like how could i let this happen like i knew like i'm just i wasn't being safe i know like i'm i fucking know how sex works and what it what happens i have a two-year-old who i'm raising by myself already right who has already been abandoned. And, like, all of this is just going through my head all at yeah. once. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And yeah. I, the second that I found out, I was like, I have to get, like, I'm getting an abortion. Like, mm-hmm. I know that this is what I have to do. Yeah. I never felt like that once with my last pregnancy. Even even though it wasn't a good, like, we didn't have a good relationship. Me and her dad, obviously, were, we were not together when yeah. I found out I was pregnant. But I never once, like, was like, mm-hmm. I can't keep this or I can't do yeah. this or this isn't right. Yeah. This time, from the second, I was like, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. Well, now you actually know, too. Like, yeah, you, you know what to expect. And, like, you're kind of already in that of, like, mm-hmm. being a single mom. Mm-hmm. So. And I just know my body so well. Like, I was like, I, I know it. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. It, I knew it. I, yeah. I knew it. And I can name the day that it happened. Yeah. So I'm like, but I'm looking at the apps, you know, and I'm tracking my last period Mm -hmm. and so it's saying like you would be five weeks at the time that I found out Mm -hmm. and I'm just like fuck so I my mom um I live with my mom and so she like my daughter just sees me like crying and my mom does and I'm just like shouldn't be there dealing with that and Mm so I went over to his house the guy's house Mm -hmm. and I told him obviously and I told him I was getting an abortion and then we just kind of sat there for a little bit and he didn't really say a lot. I was but like, was he supportive or he yeah, he was like, I mean, whatever whatever you need to do, but he was just mm-hmm. like pretty quiet about it. And I had already told him like a week before this that I didn't wanna be like with him anymore. I didn't wanna mm-hmm. be doing that anymore. Like I'd cut it off yeah. completely if we hadn't talked in a week and then I found this out. Yeah. So Dude, I feel like that's how it always happens. <laughs> so I was there for like maybe a half hour and then I left and then I originally planned I was like okay it's early enough like I'm gonna do the abortion pill 
and um, that like the medical. Mm, so there's like so f- there's two different. I did so much fucking research. Yeah. So I there's two different like types. The first mm-hmm. one you can do the pill, and that's where you have to go into the clinic. Right. Well, you don't have to. There is like. For anybody who doesn't know or who lives in a state that abortion is not legal, Mm -hmm. there is a website. I can find it so that you can share it. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can go on and you can basically do an online consultation with a clinician. And they'll do, like, everything over the phone with you. And then they'll send the pill to you in the mail. And it's kind of like an at-home abortion process. I wonder if that is, is that new because of COVID? Because everything no. is trying to be telehealth? Or, no. no. It's okay. just, I think it's just like a woman's group that wants you to have access to these types of things, especially if you live in the states that you can't. I was going to say. And you all, can't do it. Oh. Yeah, because there's some states wait. you can't even go. Like, in order to get the abortion pill here in Washington State, you mm-hmm. still have to go into the clinic. You have to get the ultrasound. You have to do all of that and, like, verify the pregnancy before they give it to you and then they'll give you the first pill at the clinic then you go home right 24 hours later you take a second pill yeah and then 24 hours after that the expulsion process yeah that's what i was saying okay yeah so that's the pill process that's what i wanted to do first because i was like i just want to get it done with and my original plan was like i made an appointment for like less than a week later Mm -hmm. at planned parenthood and he was going to come with me except he couldn't because of covid but i wasn't thinking about that and so, um, I'm just kind of, now I'm just waiting at this point. Like, yeah. cool, I'm fucking pregnant. Yeah. Like, just yeah. pregnant, walking the fuck around. I'm mm-hmm. like, I just want this to be done as quickly as possible. Yeah. I have always been the type of person that said I would never get an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I, after I had my daughter, I said, there's no way that I'd be able to get an abortion now. Like, look at, yeah. like, I've, yeah, what I yeah. have created. Like, yeah. she's so amazing. I mm-hmm. don't think I could ever do it but it's just and just how taboo it is and like Mm -hmm. how like under like talked about it is and how like it's something that people want to hide yeah it's so shameful to people and so it's like that's I feel like that is not fucking okay because when you're in a situation like I'm trying to go back to grad school to get my master's for counseling I'm raising a two-year-old by myself Mm -hmm. I just got pregnant by a heroin addict who has been clean for seven months like and so I'm gonna if I'm like I'm gonna be doing this again by myself like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be taking five steps back and yeah putting my daughter five steps back like Mm -hmm. when you as a woman and you get put in that situation it's like what can I do like what's gonna be best right now? Yeah. Like. Well, and also for your daughter too. Exactly. You know, like exactly. That will change. Like if you had this that fetus, then like it would change her life Everything. too, and like she wouldn't be given as many opportunities as well. So exactly. like her life, her quality of life would have also decreased. Exactly. Most likely, right. And I also felt like I was like I also don't think I've had enough time with just her and I yet, mm-hmm. and like it it just from the beginning it just didn't feel right, yeah. and so. To be someone who always said, like, that's nothing. I would never, ever do that. To that being the first thing that I thought of when I saw, before I even Mm -hmm. knew for sure, but I knew. Yeah. I was like, this is what has to happen. Shit changes when things happen to you. (sighs) Yeah, it's fucking wild. That's why it's, like, hard to, for, like, other people to say, like, give an opinion about something. when Like, they actually haven't been through it. And even if they had been through something like that, they haven't been through it in... Like your situation, right? Like your exact right. Their right. situation is going to be different, so right. it's hard for so them to make those decisions for you. Exactly, and like so, the next I think I made the appointment it was like nine days after I found out was when the appointment was set for. Mm-hmm. So I Wait, start... so was this the one where you were going to go in mm-hmm. and get the pill? Oh, so you went this. in and did that. 
No. So. Oh, sorry. Over the, <laughs> over the next, like, nine days, I'm, like, talking to people, asking women around me that I know, mm-hmm. like, if they've ever, like, gone through yeah. that, doing a bunch of research. Mm-hmm. Um, I had talked to one person in particular who had done the pill option, and mm-hmm. she said it was horrible. She said she was on her own by herself, and it was just a lot to deal with alone. I've and um, if you're not, like don't have emotional support to go through it then mm-hmm. it can just be a lot and that it takes a lot of time and yeah. I'm like well I have three days off so we have three days for this to be done and then back to work we go so I so the more I thought and then they're telling me the appointment's going to be five to six hours long and I'm like so I'm going to be in the clinic for five hours you're going to give me a pill I have to go home 24 hours later take it so I'm going to be dealing with this for like four days yeah because you like, go because you go in and they give you the pill, and then I, I was, like, reading, and then they mm-hmm. make you stay there for a while to mm-hmm. make sure that, like, you're not having any, like, reactions or side, of, mm-hmm. side effects or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a different pill to go home. To go home and take it home. And right. then after, you have to go back oh. to get an ultrasound to oh, make sure makes sense. Makes sense. that it worked. Right. And in some small cases, you might still have to do the in-clinic thing. So Right. Okay, I see. Yes. Okay. So I was like originally going to go in I was gonna, and then I was going to stay at his house for a few days. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe five days passes and he starts acting fucking crazy. Like just being a crazy, 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 crazy human mm-hmm. being and saying really horrible, horrible things and just really just losing it. And I mean, I was definitely for the first week, like going back and forth, like, should I keep it? Like what everyone around me is like, no, like it's going to be so hard. And that's a reason that I'm like, well, I don't want to not keep this fetus (laughs) because it'll be hard. Like, I know it'll be hard. I can do it. If I need to do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It's about like what's going to be best for my daughter. And so I know I made this decision not because it was going to be hard because right. everything in my life has been hard. Right. But it's because it's what's going to be best for what I have going right, right. now. So, so he, wait, when, when he was being a dick, was he being a dick to you because of the fact that you got an abortion or was just like... I hadn't even gotten really, it really yet at that point. He was kind of like oh. wanting... I think he was like, I would love for you to be like the mother of my children and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you think you're ready to be a father? Like... You yeah. can't even take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, like, I yeah. love you too much to make you be a shitty dad. Yeah. Like, that's not, because then that will ruin yeah. you even more. If, yeah. Like, yeah. his dad passed away when he was young, and that really affected him. And I'm like, you're not ready for that. I care about you a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you have a child right now, you're going to be a horrible fucking father. Yeah. So, I'm, that's, it's just not. Gotcha. Okay. So then I'm like, cool, so I'm going to have this pill, my two-year-old, be at my house, like, trying to deal with all of that. What oh, if it's really yeah. bad? Dude, I'm shit like, you don't think about. Yep, so I'm like, I don't know if that's for me. So then I start looking more into the clinic procedure with, like, the vacuum section yes. and all of that stuff. Vacuum um, aspiration? Yeah, which I originally was like, I never, ever want to fucking do that. Like, if that's mm-hmm. what I have to do, then I'm not going to do it. And yeah. once again, it's like... I was like, if I'm going to have to be in the clinic for six hours and then go back, I would rather just be in there for six hours and get it done, be done with oh. it, and not have to deal with it anymore. Like, just yeah. get it out, be done. Yeah. All the women I've talked to that have gotten that said it was also, like, really, really horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, so that one, you, wait, you can do it up to 16 weeks, Correct. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Wait, how many weeks were you? So I... 
at this point now, technically on the like track year, whatever, I would be like, we're hitting like the six, seven week mark is where I'm at as okay, I'm like, so still waiting really for the appointment still. Yeah. Really I'm still early. super, super early. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like still in the very beginning of your first trimester. So I decide I want to do, I'm like, I think I want to do the in-clinic instead, Mm -hmm. just so I can get it done. So I call the Planned Parenthood um, that I originally scheduled my appointment with. Mm -hmm. Of course, they don't offer, which again, I think the universe really just plugged me in this situation. But of course, this clinic doesn't offer the in-clinic like suction. They only do the pill at that one. So now I'm back on the the Planned Parenthood website, and the only appointment for an in-clinic abortion is at the end of January. That would put me at like... 12, 13 weeks pregnant, like into the second trimester. And I'm like, fuck that. Because then I'm not going to do it. Wait, so wait, is there like not that many Planned Parenthoods around here? They're there. They were bringing up like five different ones, but ones that had appointments that do in clinic, like the need maybe is so Is that like the only place that does them? So then after that, I start looking out in other places, like Mm -hmm. just in the community. Yeah. And um, I found a abortion clinic in Seattle and they had an appointment for like a week out. So Mm -hmm. like from that time. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. Right. Like that's what I'm going to do. Is that the King County uh, sexual health clinic or no? No, it's... uh, Women's health, I think, is what it's called. All women's, all women's care, all women's okay. health. I'll look Something it up like and that. I'll like, yeah. link it to this. Yeah, yeah. As I well. think it's all women's care. I have it on here. They okay. were, it was, it was a mate. Like, so let me okay, okay, finish okay. this. So, <laughs> I call and make that appointment, and um, they asked me if I want anesthesia, and I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? They're like, we offer a light anesthesia. I read that, so yeah. it's not as painful, right? And um, I was like, I mean, they're like, if you do that, then you'll need to get a ride and because you can't drive and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I mean, I, I guess. I don't really know. Like, sure, anything that will make the process better would yeah. be great. Like, mm-hmm. so let's do that. And um, so they offer that. So now I'm, like, super stressed about, oh, what? I, oh, the insurance is what I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, I was going to ask too. you. So perfect. Yeah, so I was like, I have great insurance, yeah, but who knows how. Children. Yeah, yeah, but who knows how. It covers for like this type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So they're like, we're gonna do your in because they'll they run your insurance or do whatever, and then they call you and tell you like how much to expect, right? Mm-hmm. So they call me and they, well, we ran your insurance and you have a five hundred dollar deductible which you haven't met yet, and blah blah blah, and the, it costs this much and blah. So you'll be paying one thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. I said, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Wait. One thousand one hundred fifty. So the abortion costs twenty three hundred. You have like that was way higher than what I found on here. Yeah, with the anesthesia and blah blah blah. But but wait. So it costs this much. But with your insurance, it we give you the insurance cost, which is this much, which was like a thousands or two something something. And then it was like after your deductible, what your what is left for you to owe is eleven fifty. And I'm like, what if I don't have insurance? And then they said, "Oh well, then you um, can pay six fifty if you have no insurance." I'm like, "Six hundred and fifty dollars." Correct. I'm like, "Cool, I don't have insurance then. <laughs> Delete it. I don't have insurance." Wait, so so they're like, "It's either eleven fifty with insurance or six fifty without well, insurance." Well, I'm glad that it's less without insurance yeah. because so other people can like I thought you were going to say an insanely high number and I was yeah. like what the fuck so this is but where that doesn't make fucking sense either so this is where Planned Parenthood <laughs> plugged me because I had that original appointment the Planned Parenthood lady called me to tell me my 
what I can do for in, like the insurance kind. She basically gave me the same numbers, but then she also said, asked me how much I make, and she said, well, because you're pregnant, you'll now qualify for state insurance, and you can use that as a secondary backup insurance. So you can use your first insurance, and then whatever that doesn't cover will be covered by the state insurance, like backup secondary. So you apply for like Medicaid? Yep, so, so I did that. I called the other clinic back. I told them, well, I now have secondary insurance, so they used that, and so then I just had to pay like a 200 dollar retainer while they waited for the secondary insurance to go through and then they refund it so it was all covered so for anybody so for anybody i wouldn't i would not have qualified for medical insurance if i wasn't pregnant but because i was yeah for through the state but because i was pregnant it changed my eligibility and it made me eligible long enough to get the abortion covered yeah I wonder if they do... That's a loophole, I think. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I wonder if that was, like, purposely put in place for these kind of things. I have no idea. Or, and then that doesn't make sense either because you have private insurance, you know, mm-hmm. and your daughter's probably on it, right? No, she's on state insurance, but that's just because they offer more than the private does. Really? hmm Because everything's covered on state insurance. Like, every main Dude, thing. Dude, this is so weird. Yeah, insurance is... Like, I have really, really great... Like, we have really great insurance, but... Yeah. An abortion is not seen as, like, a necessary Yeah, and some of them will treatment. be like, well, if there's, like, the fetus isn't, like, viable or, like, mm-hmm. abnormalities or, like, you're at risk or they're at risk, then mm-hmm. they might because then it's, like, medically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another thing, too, is I was going to maybe just try to go to my doctor because a week before I found out I was pregnant, I had just gotten a full physical, mm-hmm. and I had just gotten, like, a swab and everything and my blood drawn and all of that, mm-hmm. and my doctor had told me, like, your cervix is sitting kind of funny. It's kind of pooch, like, do 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 And I'm like, oh, I should be starting my period soon. And she's like, oh, that's why. In her head, I'm sure she knew that I was fucking pregnant by really? doing the exam because I came back a week later, and she was why like, she so. Why would she fucking tell you? Because she wanted to be sure, she said. She's like, I wanted to be sure with the blood test and all of that. But, yeah, I found out before. Anyway, she... Oh, but she did do the blood test. Yeah. So she told you after the blood test. Yeah, correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought she, like, knew and, like, just never told you. No, no, no. She said from the physical exam she thought that I was. And then from... She didn't want to say anything until she made sure on the blood. Well, then she's going to, like, freak you the fuck out. Right. Got it. Okay, that makes more sense. So I was like, maybe she can just give me, like, the pill or send me somewhere. And for anyone who doesn't know, primary care doctors cannot give you the abortion pill you have to go to like an abortion clinic unless it's medically necessary wonder why if that's like a law i'll have to look that up yeah it's i think it's i don't know like do they have additional training i don't know why i have no idea why it's it's i'm sure actually i'll look it up before i figure out it's bizarre say my opinion But, but so it ended up being covered. So now I'm just waiting for the appointment and I'm just like super nervous. I'm just listening to podcasts about women sharing their stories mm-hmm. about getting an abortion and yeah. um, just how, you know, all you hear is just like the horrible stories about it. And you go and sit in the waiting room and there's just so much shame over everybody. And mm-hmm. there's just all these young people and everyone just has their heads down. And it's just like such a shameful experience. Oh, and I'm just like, sad. it is. It's fucked up because it's like, Obviously, no no woman is like, I'm going to go get an abortion today. Woo! It's the hardest decision you'll... Right. It's the hardest decision you'll ever make. It's the hardest mm-hmm. appointment you'll ever, ever go to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But it doesn't have to be that horrible of an experience. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my experience was not that horrible. Like, right. 
under the circumstances, I was really, really, really thankful for how everything mm-hmm. played out. And that's why yeah. I think the universe really helped to guide yeah. me to this place. So yeah. I'm originally like, like, fuck, I'm going to have to be in there for fucking six hours. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to suck so bad. And I can't have anyone go with me because of COVID. So I had to be so, by myself. So I got dropped oh. off and then picked back up. Oh, got it. Um, but I got there and... It was, like, really bright. They had a lot of motivational, like, quote things up. Mm-hmm. There was one other woman in there. She was probably older, like, mm-hmm. in her 30s. And yeah. just filling out her paperwork. And they're like, well, have you fill out your paperwork? And so I did that. And mm-hmm. they um, took me to the back within, like, the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the lady, one lady, like, took me into one room and asked me a few questions. And then she took me into the other room to do the ultrasound. And um, they had just a tiny little screen. I've heard of, like, Planned Parenthood where they have it. Like, you can, like, see it. And they're, like, doing the ultrasound. And they're, like, look. And, like, give you a printout of. Like, I have a friend that was, like, they literally gave me a picture of the print, like, of the fucking ultrasound. And, like, why the it's fuck like would I want that? It's, like, they're trying to make yeah. you, like, I don't It's, Sick. like, a weird manipulative yeah. way. Of, like, like, are you sure you want to do Like, this? you don't trust that I know that what I need to do or with my like, body. Or, like, can we just have a nice conversation? Right. about where I am mentally and emotionally with right. this. Like, do right. you need to be fucking trying to traumatize me right. while you're doing it? You right. know, like, that's just manipulative as fuck. So, tiny little screen okay. facing them. Yeah. I don't see anything. Um, at this point when I go in, I'm thinking that I'm probably nine weeks now. <clears throat> so she does a ultrasound on my belly first. Mm-hmm. Can't really see. She's like, I think I can see it, but, like, I, I'm not positive. Like, do you mind if we do, like, the vaginal ultrasound and I'm like that's fine so they do like the wand where they have to go vaginally yeah and she's like okay I got it and it prints out the picture things but it's like way over yeah. where I'm and I'm not sure like if you attention. wanted to see it they would let you it's yeah. not like they're like oh no it's just yeah. like they're yeah. just yeah I think that she knew like you could just tell from the vibe like I'm not trying to see yeah. that <laughs> like I'm just yeah um and so she's like you were just a lot earlier than I thought and I'm like oh how far along was I and she's like barely five weeks so I literally like I just Whoa. know my body yeah. so, so well. Like, and wow. I, from like, from the, the apps that tells you like how far along you are, mm-hmm. it would have said that I would have conceived at like the beginning of December, but I like know the exact day that this happened and yeah. it was like mid December. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because the, the night that I'm thinking that, mm-hmm. that it happened yeah. would match up to me like barely being five weeks oh, right now. Got it. So it was really, I was really, really, really early. Yeah. So then they take, she takes me from, or in the ultrasound room, I'm sitting in there, anesthesiologist comes in, he puts the little thing in my hand. Um, mm-hmm. Then a nurse comes in and asks, like, do you have any questions, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and I'm like, no, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. laying there. And then two doctors come in, um, a man and a woman, and he's like, okay, um, I just wanted to, you know, let you know, like, if you don't want to do this, you can, we've had women even get up now, like, there's no Mm -hmm. problem with that, and he's like, I'm not trying to say that you don't know what to do with your body or what decision you want to make, but it's okay Mm -hmm. if if you want to go, and I want to make sure, like, no one's hoaxing you into doing this. I was going to say, do they ask you that? This They did here. I don't know if they always do. Because I feel like they they should do that. Yeah. Because you never know. Yeah, but they did here. so many circumstances, like. They did, and so I was like, he's like, like, I just want to make sure. And I'm like, yeah. And I just started crying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm just crying. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. And he's like, okay. So he's like, you can scoot to the end of the table. And I'm like scooting down and I'm just crying. And I can just remember seeing the light 
like on top on the ceiling you know are you in like a surgical room or were you just like mm-hmm. in a not a surgical not like room OR. just like an exam room like a, okay yeah just like a normal yeah just feet in the stirrups and get yeah. to the end of the table okay and so like i'm just crying and then i just see the anesthesiologist push this little thing in and then i woke up in the recovery like i woke up as they were like helping me get off of the Wait, bed so you were like full, i was under full general anesthesia yep, i didn't think that's what it was going to be but i, I was asleep i didn't read that yet i need to fucking keep reading i was right asleep now. I was asleep. I woke up to them. I wonder like, what it's like when you don't, when you're not. Like they asked me to put, they asked me to put the pad in my underwear before, mm-hmm. like, like they're like, you take your clothes off, put yeah. this pad in your underwear, and then put everything here. And when I woke up, my clothes were back on, and I was like, who put my clothes on? They're like, well, we helped you. Like, oh, you and they walked. You no, didn't I was sleeping. I was sleeping. Oh, like oh, last oh. night, the last thing I was to the edge of the table, and I woke up as they were like helping me stand okay. up to take me to like the recovery room. How long were you out for? Probably. I asked but 10, less than 10 minutes. What the fuck? Seven Dude, minutes. what a weird, were you like disoriented? I was, yeah, I was like, the, the first thing I like said, 10 minutes? the first so thing weird. I said was, I work at Seattle Children's Hospital. <laughs> like, right when I woke up, like, I don't know, the girl was like, cool. oh, cool, where? And I was like, on the PBMU, she goes, I used to work there. Whoa. Knows people that we work oh with. Oh my gosh, that I weird, that's I'm funny. like, cool, let them know you yeah. said. And then I go, um, did it work? <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm, like, woozy now, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I go home. I have barely any blood at all because mm-hmm. I think probably because I was so early, I really didn't bleed oh, at bleed that all. Much? No, wow. I think I didn't, after a week, I started bleeding a little bit, and then I just started getting really, really deep cramps, like, yeah, the deep, like, yeah. uterine cramps. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like when I was in labor, like, early labor cramps, kind of. Yeah. Um, and that lasted maybe three or four days but I was still like working and doing stuff it was just super crampy and then they called to check in like maybe Mm -hmm. a week later just to see how everything was going and I asked if the cramps were normal and they said that's normal and then um, I didn't have a period for I just had my first period so it was like eight weeks Mm -hmm. before I had a period because then I'm like am I fucking pregnant still are you sure this thing is out of me like where did it go um okay just want to take a very short moment because I I know, I know, I don't know what I'm saying. I know that you all use Amazon. Yay, Amazon. Some of us have different opinions about Amazon, but I know y'all still use it. So if you're going to use Amazon, you can go to, instead of going to amazon.com, go to smile.amazon.com. It's exactly the same Amazon. The front page will pop up. It'll look exactly like Amazon. You can add a charity. So when I say out of charity, like add mine, yay, Women Against Taboo Foundation, put in your charity, and then every time you use Amazon, use smile.amazon.com, purchase all of your things that you were going to purchase anyways, and 0.05% of that money will go to the Women Against Taboo Foundation. Um, As much as I'm promoting Amazon, and this is not a pat on the back since, yes, I said it, 0.05%. So every $100 you spend, 50 cents will come to us. <laughs> uh, it cracks me up. Um, it cracks me up because they, it, whatever, just go do it. Uh, we might just get a few extra dollars or something if a lot of you guys do it. Uh, so yeah, don't, I'm not promoting, don't just go on Amazon to donate to us. Just if you're going on Amazon, put it in there so at least something goes to charity. Yay. Okay, thanks. My friend that's sitting here says that I need to be more emotional. <laughs> so that 
You brought your emotional support. Yeah. Friend. Um, <laughs> <was an> animal. <laughs> emotional support animal. I did get an emotional support puppy, and like I said, it helped. No, obviously, like the, like I said, the whole process was really, 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 like finding out that you're pregnant when you don't want to be. I'm just mm-hmm. like joking about it with my friends because that's how I cope joking Welcome with to everyone humor, though, right I'm like <laughs> I'm like make some sick jokes. my friends are like being rude and I'm like don't do that I'm pregnant like, or like <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like going sledding or yeah. we went tubing and I'm just like jumping on my stomach and I'm like I mean maybe I won't have to go get the reward yeah. maybe I can just <laughs> like, what? do it like this but when I was by myself I was crying all the time I was just mm-hmm. like battling with it so much like with the decision of like I just don't want to make the wrong choice and I feel like that with every decision that I make Mm -hmm. and I feel like this was a really big one and I had it is a big decision I had spoken to two of my like really really spiritual friends Mm -hmm. and I had talked with them about how like I was kind of battling with the decision and um, having a really hard time like even though I knew, I just felt like I was still battling with it a lot. And one of my friends um, had written, like, you already know what you're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. it's already it's already yeah. played out yeah. and everything's going to be okay. You mm-hmm. just have to trust to yeah. do it. And then um, one of the spiritual friends that I talked with that you actually know is a music therapist. Mm-hmm. And um, I had done some meditation that like this one day and it just... It sounds crazy to some people, but I'm pretty spiritual, and mm-hmm. I just felt like whatever soul was meant to be in that fetus yeah. knew that it just wasn't the right time, and, like, it wasn't time for us to connect yet, and, like, yeah. they were willing to wait, and then after I, like, had that realization meditation mm-hmm. moment, that night, my two spiritual friends came to me, like, mm-hmm. in my dreams, and the music therapist Whoa. was, like, playing, like, music, and they mm-hmm. we were just, like, dancing around, mm-hmm. and I was like... I just, all of these little signs, I'm like, this is what I know needs to happen. But I didn't realize, like, all the after effects that it was going to have, too. So it's like, it takes up to two weeks, maybe, for your hormones to go back to normal and your body to know that it's, like, not pregnant anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was still feeling nauseous and I was still super emotional. Mm -hmm. And it was like, every single, like... All of a sudden now, all of my friends on Facebook are pregnant, and they're all, like, showing their pregnancy Dude, things. it's like, once you, like... It's um, like when you yeah. buy a fucking new car, car and, and you, you see, see everybody everywhere. with the car. Like, yeah, or, like, I just got a German Shepherd puppy. Now all I see everywhere is German Shepherd. So it's, like, it was it was literally like that. Yeah. And it, well, and it doesn't help that, like, we're having, like, quarantine babies yeah. right now. Like, yeah. it's going to be, like, the next baby boomer. So it's, mm-hmm. like, literally everywhere. Especially seeing seeing people that aren't maybe like even in any place better than I'm like maybe Mm -hmm. I'm doing financially better or like more stable that have still decided to Mm -hmm. like keep or have a baby and I'm just like still like I don't really think I made the wrong choice at all but you Mm -hmm. still like have that wonder of like yeah what what could it have been and for me I felt like it was like the universe is laying out two roads that I can take right now. Mm-hmm. I can follow in the generational trauma that is my family and have all of these children that I can't take care of and mm-hmm. not have continue my education yeah. and be still and be work like living paycheck to paycheck for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or I can go this other way, which nobody else has gone, mm-hmm. which will include this like really hard, big decision 
but ultimately it's going to be what changes the trajectory of my daughter's life, my grandchildren's mm-hmm. lives, right. my family's everything. Right. Like I'm trying to change the mold and there's yeah. no way I can do that by yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah. You know? And I know cause people are going to ask, did you think about adoption? I mean a little bit, but I know myself if I would be pregnant for that long and then yeah. have a baby, there's no way. Well, and then I was to. also thinking about it is like, if you were going to give it up for adoption, like just say you had it, Think about, like, what that would have done to your daughter. Yeah, exactly. Like, like she sees me. She sees me growing yes. and sees. And my um, my mom had yeah. a daughter before me and placed her up for adoption. So I have, like, an older right. sister that was in the adoption world. Yeah. And she's really happy that that was what it was. But yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't have been able to well, do it. Well, and we talked think. about, uh, maybe we didn't talk about this. But it's like, we see this all the time. Kids that don't get adopted or in the foster care system right. or... Right, Fuck. And I'm like, I'm already raising a child whose father has mental illness and is a fucking mm-hmm. sociopath, so am I going to raise two fucking kids yeah. with mental illness and just, like, my worst yeah. fear, I don't want my kids to be, my daughter to be where mm-hmm. these kids that Like, I have to, yeah, you know, nature versus nurture, I have to be able to give her that. And, right. like, also, with yeah. only one parent, there's no way that I can give full attention to two yeah, children sure. like they need to be right. successful mm-hmm. emotionally and yeah so yeah. yeah it was it was a lot and then like little things like I went to the dentist and was just like laying in the thing in the light above me and I just like was so triggered it was yeah. like a flashback and I just yeah. was like kind yeah. of frozen mm-hmm. and like little things like that or even like talking about pregnancy I'm like mm-hmm. still a little bit like frozen or having my first period was pretty like I was like wow (laughs) I don't know that was gonna be traumatizing (laughs) like shit what did you feel when you like had your first period after that (sighs) wait because that was eight you said eight weeks after Mm -hmm. so it was eight weeks so I hadn't had a period since November and I just had my first period Mm -hmm. so what are we in February yeah Yeah, at the I just had it last month Mm -hmm. so it's like I was went three months without a period so it's just knowing like Damn, I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. and now I'm not. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's just so weird. Just like triggered some kind of emotion. Yeah, and it's just like my body's just going back to Mm -hmm. back to normal, and it's just like the period was horrible though. It was just like super painful and like physically painful. Yeah, and yeah, it was just yeah, it was shitty. Oh gosh. But. I don't know. Hopefully the next one will be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think every day it gets, like, a little... I I don't know. It's so new to me still. I just got it at the beginning of January, so Mm. it's only been a little bit of time. And who knows how I'll feel in, like, five years. But I do think that it's something that will always be, like, with me. Like, it's something Mm -hmm. that I'll probably always think about. It's, It's just such a bizarre... That was like bizarre thing. One of the questions because I posted that thing on my Instagram today. If people had questions about abortions, mm-hmm. and one of the questions was um, talking about like how you feel about like post-abortion and like how you cope after that, and like because it can be like really traumatic. Like, yeah. Only like not only like the procedure itself, yeah. but like emotionally traumatic and yeah. like that's kind of some like you've been talking about that. Yeah. And how your body, yeah, your body, like it's like 
even if in your head you think you're you're good, you're fine, it's like your body is going through a traumatic loss. Yeah. Like without like, your brain even saying like your your yeah. body is just going through that. Right. Like Well it's kinda like after like an like a miscarriage or something, like exactly. you have all those hormones too. Yeah. So you have like your H C G and all your estrogen and yeah. all your hormones are out of whack. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your body has to like go back to homeostasis. So your yeah. body's like filtering out hormones like yep. going back and so it's like that yep. sounds like the same thing as like if you yeah it's the same yeah i mean i mean tech ultimately that's it's the it's same it's the releasing it's like of a pregnancy yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's the releasing of a pregnancy and one of my super spiritual friends uh she's <laughs> she's so funny she's such a little hippie chick but she's like <laughs> wanting she was like um if you wanted to come over and i can do like uh we can kind of do like a closing of the womb and like that kind of thing so mm-hmm. i know that there's like spiritual things that people can do honestly yeah. i am still just processing it and just f- figuring out like yeah i mean i found out that um the guy relapsed on heroin before I even got the abortion Mm -hmm. and then is telling me that it was my fault and that it was out of spite for me and blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just like, I can't believe that I was, oh my God, was pregnant with like, but yeah, that reaction alone is like, you know, he's going through an emotional response too. At the end of the day, like sometimes we forget that they're kind of in it a little bit. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. You're right. You got all the other shit, but it's like, it's still like, they get an emotional response, but like yeah. the way he reacts to like that, you're like, got it, got cool. it. So like, I made the right decision. The the because this is how you're, sure. this is how you handle conflict, I guess. For like, sure, I am eighteen cu- years of this. I am curious though because I do want to have like more kids. Like, what is it gonna like? How am I gonna feel or what's it gonna be like when I mm. get pregnant again? Yeah. Like wanting to have another baby. Like, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's been on my mind too. It's yeah. Like, or am I going to hold them in a more special right. place because of that it's gonna decision? It's going to be like bittersweet, yeah. like sad, happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah. it's all, it's just such a complex and bizarre amount of emotions. Like, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's, it's wild. Did you ever, um, <laughs> for the clips? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I was going to say... You know how, like, people will, like, actually stand outside of Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and, like, harass people? Did you have any of that? I wonder, like... Not like, outside of this clinic. Planned Parenthood. I did not go to Planned Parenthood. And I do think that a part of my experience being so good was because I didn't go to Planned Parenthood. Because I don't know if Planned Parenthood offers anesthesia. They didn't ask me that when I mm-hmm. was making an appointment. Yeah. But I guess I also didn't make an appointment at the for in clinic yeah Planned Parenthood. but did you ever go to Planned Parenthood or did you just call no them? I okay. just called and then pe- but people that I have talked to they have never gotten anesthesia they've never done that anyone yeah. but they also were I think under 18 when they had their abortion so I'm wondering if like oh. because I'm an adult yeah like that's well, something we'll that they're able too. to <laughs> offer yeah so yeah. but I, I think the anesthesia is what saved it from being right because I don't didn't you see the it. didn't see the section didn't hear right. it didn't feel it none of that oh my gosh I feel like that helps so much with like the trauma yeah after it. yeah I did wow. feel like right after I'm like I'm scared to put anything in my vagina it just feels a I'm little sure. I'm sure feels a little I've heard I don't of know. that people that like after they give birth like, yeah too, they're like, like, I don't really know yeah, it's like, it's like, there, like, I'm a little nervous know. yeah 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 it's we're still good though. yeah <laughs> <laughs> did they ever like offer you any like education or like 
like your options or like they didn't no they didn't like ask they, if you wanted therapy or no i mean they did they did say or... they did say that they offered that if i needed it they asked if i had any questions they asked okay. if there was anything but they didn't like say i want you to know you have other options because i think that's kind of like what we were talking about before like the manipulation mm. process like obviously if somebody is at an abortion clinic to get an abortion they've done their research they know that there's other options and this is the option they've chosen i also think my age had something to do with that too it might be different if you're a child or something and they're like let's talk about this because like you don't always know like that there's going to be a huge emotional components of it yeah Um, yeah yeah, that that probably. Hopefully. I do. I think that it definitely had a huge thing that I was an adult. Like they, yeah, they were like, you know, that you need to. You know, yeah. But I also think that because I went to this private place, like it was just in a regular like work building. Like right. I don't know if people even know what's going on in there. All mm. women's care. That's what it's called. All women's care. Yeah, okay. I don't even know if they. I I don't even know if that's all they do there. Maybe they do other stuff. I'm sure I have, they do. I have no idea. But yeah. There was no one outside. There was no, like, yeah. It was honestly the best experience it could have been for how Mm -hmm. horrible the experience is, honestly. And And they didn't ask you, like, why you wanted to get abortion, right? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. You didn't I just never know. You're like, do yeah. they make you give a reason? No, do but they... I think I think at Planned Parenthood they might do that because I think that's why they were saying that the appointment is so long, like because you have to talk to somebody and do all of this. I was in and out of this clinic in an hour and a half, mm-hmm. in and out, and okay. it was like I was being seen the whole time. I was never waiting. The only waiting time yeah. I had is when I was waiting um, in the recovery like area oh, yeah. after the waking right, up from right. anesthesia but like, then yeah. they were like you're ready to go and I was like are you sure <laughs> it's like a yeah, little woozy but I'm like alright I'm out yeah but yeah I, I I think that I don't I don't know I've never gone to Planned Parenthood for anything but or for an abortion but I know people who have and just haven't had great experiences there mm-hmm. and so I just I wonder maybe if it's about the funding and it's just all of the little yeah. things like this mm-hmm. was more of a private right private practice I think yeah and I've heard too from people that like the pills and even actually probably the suction method too like it's painful Mm -hmm. and it's like I was listening to one podcast one time about this girl who got the pills I think this was a couple years ago though so I don't know if the pills have gotten better or I'm sure they have right Right. um but she was saying that she was like bleeding on the floor for like hours and hours and hours and hours yeah and I read on there too like the farther you are along in your pregnancy the more you're going to bleed which is kind of what you said of like that's why you feel like you didn't bleed a lot which I'm sure is true and also for anyone if you're going to add that website um for the pill you have to you can't be more than eight weeks eight or nine weeks for the pill um after that you'd no longer like qualify for it ten weeks ten weeks even I think the online one is eight or nine, but even then it's like, you don't yeah. really know. Like for me, I thought I was nine, but the ultrasound says like I was barely five. Right. So it's like, you don't really hard. know. Yeah. Like yeah. they've come up with this algorithm of your right. first day of your last period and right, blah, blah, right, blah. Right, right, but right. they don't really know. Yeah. Cause I would have been four weeks yeah. later than they thought I was. Like, so that online thing. Yeah. Th- you make an appointment. So you basically go on, you fill out a sh- like form okay. where it asks you kind of like when like how far along do you think you are when was the date of your last period mm-hmm. um you like select the option that you want which mm-hmm. it's just like them sending the pill or whatever then they have somebody call or then they send you like an email with something in the email you respond with like your id mm-hmm. 
and I think one other thing, and then they have a clinician call you, and they do, like, a phone consultation, I guess, yeah. and then they send it to you, like, so they UPS, don't even, seven to ten days. So they don't even do an ultrasound? No. Dude, I wonder, like, that sounds a little scary. I mean... Only because what if you actually aren't pregnant? Yeah, I think they make you, they make sure that you have had, like, m- multiple pro- positive tests, like... Yeah. I mean, Those I don't positive know. tests don't do false negative. Yeah, like, I was like, positive. right, they I'm like, I've seen, negative. right, I've like, yeah. I've seen tests do negatives, but I've never seen, seen a test do they don't, false positives. Because you yeah. will not have any HCG, which is what that, the tests are detecting. Yes. You will not have any HCG in your system if you are not pregnant. Yes. And so it's like, that's the only receptor or whatever thing yep. on the test. Yep. And so, so yeah. that's, and that's why it's able to catch it so early, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, my... I was supposed to start my period on the 20th. I didn't get, I found out I was pregnant December 26th. I didn't, I got the abortion on like January 8th. So that means like, and if I was only barely five weeks then, that means I found out at like two weeks or something crazy. Usually I think the, the tests you, they tell you to wait two to three weeks after unprotected sex mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. on the day you think that you got pregnant. Right. So I think it takes that long to start producing some HCG that's right. high enough right. to be detected on the but test. But then they have it's those they have those ones that's like five days before your mixed, missed period. So you can like, because yeah. they, I guess that eight, those levels just, yeah, and I don't know. They're getting better too, all those tests. But yeah, they, I think that they, they require like a few positive tests. Like they want you to take a few positive tests. Right. And, I mean, I didn't go through the whole process because I decided that I didn't want to do the pill. Right, and then right. when I did find that information on that website, mm-hmm. it was like um, seven to 10 days for them to send it. And I didn't want to wait that long. Like okay. I just wanted it to be done as to soon be as done. possible. Yeah. So yeah. if I would have done that originally, had a different. Like, cause my spiritual friend is like, I can do like an herbal abortion and that's like an at home, which is what the pill is, which is yeah. what she would really recommend. Cause she's yeah. like, you can just do it at your house. And, but she, like, she also has like a husband and like somebody that can be there emotionally and mm-hmm. help, help you out right. during it. And I just, for me, I was yeah. like, I don't know if I can put my body and my mind through that much like emotional turmoil and not have support like right yeah. there and that's have right. to be there for my two-year-old yeah it's an so, interesting like factor that you yeah think about when yeah. like, you're trying to make the decision of which one you want to do yeah i was just like i just want it to i just want it to be yeah done and over with yeah how did your friends and family react super supportive mm-hmm. like my my mom was kind of sad like we have a really good relationship and i think yeah. she was a little bit sad just because that's not something she's ever like I think she wasn't sad about the abortion itself. She was sad that I was in a position that I had to make that decision. And yeah, because she was, she's watching you go through all this yeah, shit. And yeah, she's like, so she was bit. just, like, crying. Like, I'm yeah. just sad that you have to go through this, but I, like, will support any anything yeah. that you want. Um, my best friend, who's, like, very, very Christian, who has never really believed in abortions, was like, I know that this is, like, what you need to do. And, like, oh, I good. support what needs to make you happy. So I didn't have anyone unsupportive. And I've been pretty open about it because I knew the second that I was getting it that I would want to be, like, an advocate for mm-hmm. making it not so, like, horrible yeah. and shameful for women. And, yeah. like, something that people can talk about because... Yeah. It happens all the time. Like, once you start, when I started asking around the amount of women that I talked to that have had an abortion, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's 
wild and why mm-hmm. do people feel so shame like I'm not ashamed that I made a decision yeah to make my daughter have a better life right, 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 like right. I'm not ashamed of that yeah. at all I mean, it was hard emotionally yeah like, that's, that's so hard like, yeah but you still but it just makes me right want to work harder because I am thriving to be in a position that I could next time that I will be ready to have mm-hmm. my next child you know right. like so I'm striving right. for that now like Another thing that I've been thinking about lately is I was like, I don't know if I, because you know, the whole debate of like, when is, one of the questions someone asked was like, when is abortion, at what point is abortion killing a human life? Mm -hmm. And I was like thinking about it and I'm like, I don't really know if I believe that's a baby at that time. It's, I feel like it's... But everyone keeps telling me, you know, everyone's like, it's killing a life, it's a baby. I'm like, is it though? At that point, I feel like at that point it's like personal, personal, personal values, personal, like personally for me, I was happy to have it like when, yes, technically there was a heartbeat, but it's like the heart valves haven't connected yet. They don't know what the fuck is happening. It's just a blob with like some pumping going on. Like it's it's not not much of anything. Right. Can't live on its own. Right. And that is a really like good point too, because it's like, that's why maybe they say up to 18 weeks, because when you do have a baby and you go through your pregnancy, they say after 20 weeks is when the doctors are confident that your baby will survive outside of the womb after 20 Mm -hmm. weeks before that. They're not really able to survive outside. Well, I guess with our technology now, there's a very small chance that babies can like live after like 20 or whatever outside, but it's still like, yeah. It's so rare. And there's so much happening at the beginning of a pregnancy, like, in your body and with yeah. the fetus and, like, all of the... Mm-hmm. I just, like, I think it's just, at that point, it's, like, personal preference. I don't think I would be able to do it past 12 weeks, but I also said that I would never do it in the first place. Right. So, so when you get to like, a point, judge, like... Right? Like, I, well, my, like, personal thing about it is I don't want the fetus, baby, whatever, however old it is or whatever um to suffer right and we know that at 20 weeks they can feel pain right so mine is like okay well so now there's like some kind of research coming out that they might be able to start feeling pain at 12 weeks but they know by 20 weeks that it can feel pain so if you're aborting it it can feel it yeah and so that's like my thing is like well now you're like torturing this thing yeah you know yeah 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 and so and you know maybe we'll think of find ways of like like a shot or something where it just kind of like <laughs> euthanizes it <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> the euthanasia <laughs> like something that makes it like die so it can't feel it right you know and then they like vacuum it out or do whatever but I'm just like okay yeah so I think like before 20 but then it's also like I don't know it's there's so many fucking exits it's so ex- it's super debatable it's super and I'm like if you like Honestly, who yeah. gives a fuck? If you yeah. don't like it, then yeah. don't do it yeah. to your body. Exactly. Cool. That's exactly. your right. That's exactly. your body. Yeah. My body, mm-hmm. my right. Like, right. mind your fucking business right. if you don't like it. Right. But there are so many women that have had to do this for one reason or another. Like, yeah. even for the most horrible of reasons. Right. Right? Like. That's like, it's like. You're telling me that if a 14-year-old girl's getting raped by her stepdad and mm-hmm. gets pregnant, you want her to have that baby? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. No. So and it's like, 
it's like, worry about yourself. It's like, it's because they're like, oh, well, you know, she's 14. She has a period, so she can get pregnant or whatever. Like, the, yeah, that argument is out there. But I'm like, OK, first of all, actually two things. <laughs> One, you care about a baby, a child's life, right? Well, that fucking 14-year-old is a goddamn child. Seriously. So, a baby. Yes. And second, we also know that, like, until about age 16-ish, depends on what research you look at, like, your body, like, your pelvic, as you get older and you go through puberty, your pelvis opens up. Yeah. And so... Prepares, gets One of, ready. like, the biggest reasons for death of girls throughout the world, not just, like, here, is... Um, dying from birth like through birth because their pelvis hasn't opened yet yeah and so it's so dangerous for Mm -hmm. the mom and the baby like if the baby can't get out like and the baby has no mom or no parents like you know think about other countries and all the things yeah then like are you really then what's the difference between getting an abortion before it's born to it dying when it is fucking that's even like more terrible yeah now it's like a full-on baby and now it's like dying and the mom's dying because it's like can't right. push it out it's like dangerous to be pregnant when are... you're young it's yeah. dangerous yeah i just i i just hate the like judgment and the stigma with it it's so like like you even asked me like are you are you sure you want to go on there like it's going to be out there and yeah. people are going to know and yeah. i'm like i'm very very open like yeah. i any, every single person that's in my life that's close to me knows that this yeah. has happened. It's yeah, not yeah. something that I've hidden. It's mm-hmm. not something that I've kept a secret. Right. Because that's how I make sure that I have the support that I need. Mm-hmm. I know there's probably plenty of women out there who have had abortions and never told anyone. Yeah. Just like, and I can't imagine trying to carry that, like, right. by myself. Yeah. Like, without my friends being there to support me, like, mm-hmm. my mom, like people being there to understand why I might be responding to something in a certain way or why I might be, like, feeling triggered about something that doesn't really make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I need to people to know what's going on so that Mm -hmm. I can get that support and I can work through it or else I did it for no reason because I'm not going to be able to be, like, present for my daughter. Right. So. And you have to be able to get it out. Like, we know that, like, when you stuff things down, like, it's just going to, like, fester and then it's going to that shame and the guilt is going to like get up there. But if you're able to like talk about it, the more you talk about it and through time, like things will get better and you'll have, I'm sure you'll have more positive thinking about it and less of those negative emotions. Cause then I started thinking, I'm like how fucking horrible if I lived in a state that I wasn't able to just call make an appointment and go do it. And I had to like, go through all the hoops and find some, like, what if you don't have the access to find, like, my friend that's very spiritual is the one that gave me all that information. Like, what mm-hmm. if you don't have somebody like that? How do you, and then, like, you're just forced to, dude, it's horrible. Well, horrible. and then you were saying, like, the appointments were so far out. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait. Yeah. Weeks and weeks. That's sketchy because what if, like, you're one of those people that is, like, either doesn't know they're pregnant at first, right? Maybe they're on birth control already, so they still are having a period or whatever. And then they are, like, or the people that are, like, I don't really know, right? So then they're taking their time, weeks, to make the decision. Right. But then they hadn't made the appointment, and all of a sudden it's too late. Right. And so it's, like, you can't just, like, decide and then it just, like, happened the next day. Like, right. you have to kind of prepare for it, which yep. is, like, that's, you don't always, you're not always in a situation where you can and do that. And that waiting period, too, is so hard emotionally and, like, in your head and that, like, battle and that back and forth. Yeah. Like, and, and you don't want to fucking deal with that for weeks and weeks, that battle in your head. Like, right. I would fucking end up in crazy place. Dude, like for real. It's, yeah, it's just, 
there's so fucking much with yeah. it. It's so it's such an intense topic mm-hmm. and once you've actually like experienced it, I think it really just opens up mm-hmm. the way that you look at yeah. it all. Eventually, I don't even know if you've even thought about this, but are you going to tell your daughter? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it. because she's like hella little. Yeah. (laughs) Baby, guess what? This morning I told her, I was showing her pictures of when I was pregnant, and um, I'm like, that's when you were in mommy's belly. And she goes, you ate me? (laughs) Yeah, you taste hella good. I don't know if she understand that one. But probably, like, when we start talking about, like, sex and, like, options and, like, that kind of stuff, like... I mean, if it comes up, I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to always be, like, super open with her. I don't think I would ever. Like, I always knew that my mom placed a baby up for adoption before Mm -hmm. me. I've known that since for as long as I can remember. So, yeah, yeah, I think being open and honest with her is super important. So, yeah, yeah, I think I'll tell her for sure. I'm not going to, like, be like, hey, babe. So one time I had an abortion. But, you know, it comes up in the topic. You should be having those conversations when they're older and they're ready and they're going to be sexually active. and, And so, like, it's kind of might be, like, really good for her to hear to yeah. be like dude this this is how you stay safe but also like mommy did it yeah and it's okay and like yeah. this but also it was really hard for me and right. i i felt like this and so that's like quality education right it's not just like this is your option but like also if you choose this option this is also some things that happen right, right? totally you feel all of these things right and you know those are available or those can happen and it's like well that's good for her that's good for anyone to know right you need to know all those things to make the correct decision for yourself and for your family and with the whole process too i think i've grown a lot with it too because mm-hmm. i'm like it's i was like damn i was getting really distracted mm-hmm. and like i need to focus and i need to you know yeah. it's just like a lot of growth comes out of big decisions like right, that right. so kind of like something that goes with that to like put yourself back on track or yeah, whatever exactly you know exactly yeah because i'm like or else i just kind of did it for no reason if i'm just fucking sitting around here anyway yeah <laughs> true true yeah. true true yeah yeah so i feel like so if anyone wants to get like an abortion what do you think is like the biggest thing you would have wished you would have known or you're glad you knew um I don't know. I guess just that that there's that there are. I mean, in Washington State, there are a lot of options. We do have a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have known that some clinics only offer the pill and don't offer the yeah. other one. Because I, I was like, either. I was like, it doesn't matter. I can just tell them I want to switch it and do the other one mm-hmm. instead. But no, they didn't offer that. Right. So then I had to wait a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of research though because that's just. How I am, well, that's, and like, you sh- but you should. You yeah, know, you need to make sure you hear people's stories and like yeah. make sure that like this is what you want to do. Yeah, and for like, sure. It shouldn't be like, and well, maybe some people are is an easy decision. Right. Because I now I'm thinking of scenarios in my head, and I'm like, well, that be. might have been an easy. Decision. <laughs> that, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. even if the decision is easy, the process is not easy. Yes. Not for anybody that's yes. not a sociopath. Like yeah, for, if you feel real. anything, yes. even if it's an easy thing, it's it's gonna sit there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine. Like I know kids are savvy these days because they got all their technology and shit. But like I can't even imagine like a teen or a kid, whatever, going through this process and trying to like research this on their own. Yeah, no. And make those decisions. No. And it's also God. hard when you're researching because it's such a debated topic because then you'll come across Dude, something that yeah. just makes you feel like a piece of shit yes. and you're like, okay, I was yeah. like horrible. Like, so yeah. it's hard like to not, it's hard to not 
look at those things right. and look at that negative stuff. It's also hard to not like look at because then the fucked up thing with our technology is I'm doing this research and now my Facebook and Instagram it's popping up of all these um, oh yeah babies and AIs. birth controls and blah 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 and and um, uh, and new baby apps and track your pregnancy and blah 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 is every single oh fucking God, thing and I'm like that. that is fucked up like even for him the dude he said it was popping up on his stuff too like just even having these conversations like doing a google search about anything and the then or your phone's always listening and then to yep you, and then like, it just pops up in my instagram and pops up in my facebook and i'm oh. like i can't even be on my phone because it's just reminding me of the thing i just want to not think about oh my Crazy. gosh i didn't even think yeah. about that yeah or also like with all the information i feel like there's so much false information it's yeah. like information overload yeah. i'm sure when you were going through it yeah and like you might find something that contradicts itself yeah and you're like wait what yeah like how confusing yeah and i'm educated like i know how to research so i can't imagine if it's somebody That's that insane. like doesn't yeah no yeah <laughs> only i think 16 states uh I'll, I'll find the actual number but i think only like 16 states require actual uh accurate in sex education in schools well yeah just now on the ballot <laughs> this year on the ballot yeah. this year yeah. it yeah. was on there and i voted for it like yeah i mean but it's yeah. people though i feel like it's like the pro-life or like people that are like we don't want our kids to learn about sex education starting from like they said like first grade or something and i'm like it's not like your kid's gonna walk into first grade and they're gonna go this is a penis and this is a vagina and you stick them together mm -hmm. it's like no it's teaching them like emotional like appropriate emotional yeah. sexuality and like, like relationships yes and how to yes and how to like yes yes because sex is not mm. just penis and vagina mm -hmm. like sex ed is not just penis and vagina right right and i'm like what why would you not want people to be educated yeah. on that why do you and i know this is hard for people to think about but you know first grade is like you're, you're not having sex in first grade and i'm like you're i'll show you mine if you show me yours <laughs> and also you want to call rape sex? Right. What? 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 Right. Yeah. Right. It happens. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, all of our kids on our units. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? They technically, you can't call it sex, but they, you know, we're raped and molested at like young ages. And yeah. it's like, they need to know about these kind of things. Yeah. And part of like the communication and the consent and yeah. what's okay and what's not. And yeah. like when you're six years old, you don't fucking know what's appropriate and what's not. Like yeah. every day you get freaking confused. Yeah. And so, like, they also it's need to so know. It's so important. And it passed here, actually. It did, so, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you can opt out, but. Yeah. yeah. So the the bill basically said that they had to provide, every every public school, obviously, had to provide accurate sex education. Yeah. And that that's, we're in 2021. I think that, you know, it was passed in 2020. Mm hmm That now we're like, oh, it has to be correct. <laughs> Are some schools teaching two plus three equals four? Like, what incorrect, the fuck? Incorrect information. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> it's You're just, just going to teach lot. something that's not correct in, in school. Mm -hmm. Like, that and just... obviously hasn't worked for how long. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, we know that abstinence programs, like, do not prevent teen pregnancy. At the end of the day, teenagers are having sex. They've yes. been having sex. They're going to continue to have sex. Yes. The more that social media influences yes. their lives and how they're supposed to look and be like, exactly. these kids are having sex. Yes. So let's teach them how to not have babies right, right now the only thing that <laughs> and get diseases. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, the hello. only thing that's abstinence-based sex education um, is, I guess, good at, <laughs> is it actually does um, prevent the, or what is it called? 
it makes the first age of your age of first sexual experience later. Does that make sense? So you wait to have sex longer, yeah. but you're less likely to use but condoms and birth control, so you're more likely to get pregnant in an STI. Okay. Does that make sense? So I like, think so. So you don't have sex till later. Because, yes. But so once you wait you do, longer to, for your first initiation of sex. But once you do, you're just yes. fucked anyway. And you are more likely to have an STI and a, a pregnancy. So it's like, they'll argue like, well, you know, then we're pushing back the age. And I'm like, oh, well, well. If you have okay. a problem with the schools talking about it, maybe you should talk to your kids about it first. Seriously. Exactly. Like, if you don't, like, exactly. like hello. Yeah. We yeah. talked about sex. Yeah, yes. you need to, they need to know. Yes. They and need sexual totally orientation do. and not to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, exactly. For decisions like, like abortion. Like, education yes. needs to be included. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your yeah. story. Is there any more questions? Or we got no, them all done? No. So. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. going to make sure that I give you the yes, website. The for, online one. Yeah, the yes. online thing. I just have to find it. And then um, once we're done here, I'll give you the all women's care stuff. Oh, perfect. But, yeah. Perfect. Thank um, you so much. You're welcome. I'm so excited. I just want to, like, yeah. people shouldn't be ashamed. Yes. Like, if you need to reach out to you to like yeah. get any contact and feel like I'm willing to talk sure. to anybody if they oh, that would be awesome feel like they just need to. whatever so yeah. yeah or like just like ask you questions yeah totally whatever. totally yeah. I'm an open book I'm down for, for it for sure all right oh my gosh. so you, fun Shakia. you're welcome and thanks for coming to our studio audience <laughs> <laughs> we, Shakia always comes to the Dude, studio she audience does come <laughs> to the studio audience <laughs> always it's, that's hilarious all right thanks Shakia of course Everything sex.